Ho on the show. Climbing on the boat. We're going to get a hoe on a show. We're going to get some boats and hoes. Are we really? Boats and hoes. Boats and hoes. I got to have me my boats and hoes. The Nina, the Pinta, the, the, the Welcome, students, to Ghoulish University. Class is in session! <laughs> Gotta get myself ready. Okay. Good evening, students, and welcome to today's class here at Ghoulish University, the podcast where we study everything that is Tales from the Crypt. I am your host, Headmistress Logan, and joining me tonight is... Professor of Astrology, it's Thon. What's going on, Thon? Hey, I'm here. What's up? Hanging out. Yeah, I know. Um, no, pretty, uh, pretty hectic day, hectic week. You know, a lot of stuff going on. How about you? Uh, it's good that it's hectic sometimes. It makes it exciting. Less mundane, I guess. Um, yeah, it's pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, found out we're going to have to reschedule like half of Christmas break at the office. That's going to be a nightmare uh, because a lot of parents bank on bringing their kids in for Christmas break. So uh, mm. they're also kind of hectic week myself too. But uh, enjoy, enjoy talking to those. I'm sure they'll uh, take that all in rationally and not have anything to say about it to you. I'm yeah. I I'm not gonna get into what I'm praying ends up happening that could prevent. Um, I just there there are certain circumstances that could cause us to not have to reschedule Christmas break, but we would have to get a goddamn Christmas miracle. Um, yeah. Anyway, so before we get too much further into it, let's also go on ahead and introduce Professor of PE. It's Naderade. Hey, going what's on. Up? So have you guys? Are you guys any good at drawing? You, no, no, not at all. No, okay. not me neither at all. <laughs> Why? No, no reason. Well, I mean, this last episode we watched it. Oh, a lot of drawing, uh, and I'm like, that's that would be a cool talent to have. Um, um have, you, have you guys ever had like caricatures done of yourself? No, no and I really don't think I actually ever want to. I don't no. want to see what. Fine, <laughs> you seem very against it. Yeah, I don't. It doesn't seem appealing. I don't want to see what someone's going to draw of me. And Nate's going to hold up I, his character. I've painting. had it done before. Yeah, no, I don't. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was back in college. He had me uh, skiing in mine. Skiing. Yeah. No, not two hand jobs there. Thought I was uh, actually going down a snowy hill. <laughs> You said a ski ting? Is that what you were saying? It's not where I was going with that, but okay. <laughs> oh, oops. <laughs> there are two kinds of people in the world. <laughs> um, 
Alright, okay students, it's time to take your seats. I'm about to teach you a lesson. This week we're talking about season two, episode lucky number 13, Corman's Calamity. With a K. Um, <laughs> um, okay, uh, so have either of you guys seen this week's episode? Um, I have seen this one before. <laughs> really? Yeah. Interesting. Thon, have you seen this before? <laughs> yes. Can you okay. hear me? <laughs> yes, I actually have seen this one before as well. Were you talking? Is this the point? And are we at the just act like I'm invisible and I don't exist? Is that where we're at? Wait, now? No, that's not what, no, no, that's what I'm asking. Like, are you are you saying something? Because you're like, can you hear me? I was like, were you talking? Yeah, no, never mind. This is never mind. <laughs> no, I'm good. We're good. We're good. Nate, am, am I missing this, something? This is going over my head. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's what I'm saying. Just end it and just let's plow forward. Ah. Yeah, I've seen it before. We're solid. Okay, so so both of these guys have seen it before. <laughs> um, I have yet to see it. Um, so let's go on ahead and join Daddy Crypt Keeper in the crypt, as he is. Uh, I think it's. It, 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 I thought he was painting. Is he? Is it painting or is he just drawing? Whatever. He's drawing. A, a never-ending photo of himself. He's looking in a mirror, looking in a mirror, looking in a mirror, looking. In a mirror. He goes, "Oh, hi there, fright fiends. How do you like my?" rancid rendering not bad for an amateur hopefully it'll give you a little inkling about what tonight's fungusy photo play is about because long before my eerie offerings appeared on your silver screens they wore a magazine called get a load of this tales from the crypt so tonight let's take a look behind the screams look at a struggling artist named jim corman oh, i fucked up who one day got a little too drawn into his work Man, I'd ruined my fucking rhythm. I that sentence was weird. Anyway, um, so we pan out from a zoomed in shot of is that the New York City skyline or is that a different city that is we're supposed to know or I think it's just a generic city. I All right. Pay attention to that. <laughs> All right, so I guess it doesn't matter. We pan out from a zoomed in shot of a city skyline into the office of our very own tales from the crypt magazine peep the vault of horror books and i also saw um a daddy crypt keeper sitting like somewhere in the office at one point I, I felt like there are a lot of little easter eggs here anyway we meet jim as he turns off his radio to concentrate more on the illustrations in front of him he is visibly very stressed jim's work is immediately interrupted by a visit from his angry wife who is convinced that he is cheating on her rather than working because he's at work on a Saturday. An argument ensues and Mildred blames Jim for them not being able to have children and throws uh, these pills that he was supposed to be taking um, to increase potency, I think is what it said. Um, and she's like coercing him into taking these pills. Um, but Jim doesn't take, he doesn't want to take the pills because they're not approved by the FDA and he's concerned about what they'll do to him mentally. Jim suddenly gets a lot more inspiration after his wife leaves. Later, we see Jim leaving the laundromat just as a young woman named Lorelai is starting her load of laundry. 
She sits on one of the tables and dives into her romantic novel. And suddenly the power goes out and she goes to check her washer. A man's voice startles her from behind and she turns around and asks him to check the back and see if a fuse shorted. But the man just corrects her and says, nah, the whole box has been shorted. <laughs> he pulls out a knife and approaches her, cornering her in the back. She uses self-defense techniques on him, but they aren't very effective. And right as he's kind of like really honing in on her, a washer pops open and a large monster crawls out and comes up and chomps this man's head off as Lorelai escapes. Escape. <laughs> Escape. You know where that's from? Uh, Finding Nemo, isn't it? Yeah. Escape. <laughs> hey, look, I can read Italian. <laughs> um, it sounded a lot like her just there. I've been, yeah, I, I love that. Anyway, um, <laughs> thank you. So, um, how are we feeling about our man's gym? By the way, that was the New York skyline. Yeah. Actually, it wasn't the full skyline. It was the Empire State Building and the I, that's what I thought Brooklyn I was... Bridge. Uh-huh. I wasn't paying attention because I was uh, too busy jamming out to the Temptations, just my generation or imagination. Wow, that was way off. Yeah. <laughs> just my generation. Um, my ex-boyfriend from college um, got to play on stage with the Temptations. Um, oh, yeah? But, like, the Temptations now, like, I think only one of the original members was still there. Um, but, yeah, they sang My Girl and all those other good ones. It was, it was fun. Anyway, that's not what we're here for. What do you guys think of Mildred? She seems like a loving wife. She's a voluptuous woman um, who wears, uh, she's got. The I think, best uh, outfits ever. Dude. That polka dot wardrobe. That polka dot dress with that funky hat she had on. What kind of hat is that? I've never seen that before. I I I think it's called well, I think hats like that are called fascinators. I think. I'd have to I'd have to look at her hat again, but I do remember it stood out. I um I really like oversized beret. Oh yeah, yeah. It looked like something Lord Raiden from Mortal Kombat is wearing. Um, I, I was very confused up until she started speaking. I was like, are we supposed to like this woman or dislike her? Cause she scares the fuck out of his coworkers. But, um, oh, you know, sure. like she kind of walks in and like the way that she walks in, I, let me see what my notes say. Um, because like the silhouette of her on the other side, like scares the coworkers are like, shit. And they run off. Um, and then, like, the door, like, flies open. She comes in. She's got her, like, polka dot dress on. And she, like, struts into the room, like, hits yeah, sweat. She, she's, like, trotting her, showing off her stuff. I love how, I love, like, the change in tone because she walks up and he's like, hi, honey. <laughs> once, once she opened up her mouth, like, all of it was gone. It's, like, one word and she became something <laughs> she yeah. can be, she can be a, a huge bitch. Yeah, <laughs> she's a huge bitch. She, for someone who wears the outfits like that, she does not like. There's not an ounce of smile or happiness for someone to wear something that you, if you see it, you'd be like, "Oh, this probably is uh, such a happy, a ray of joyful ray, ray of sunshine." 
and she is about the farthest thing from that. Yep. I was going to say, she does not have a sunny disposition. Um, I have a, I, I, she is one of those people. I, we've talked about this before with uh, uh, someone else earlier this season, I think, of like, she shows very little care. Oh, it was a, a, a Mary Jo's episode, the couple from that episode where like the wife was constantly like, you're going to fucking cheat on me. Bleh. And, mm-hmm. But at the same time, she still feels this, like, ownership over him. Because even at one point, he, like, says something snarky to her. And she turns around. She's like, yeah, you'd like that, wouldn't you? I was like, <laughs> oh, my God. Like, why did why is she so intent on, like, being married to a guy who clearly, like, they're both miserable with each other? Yeah. Why is he, like, till death do us part, bitch? He's like, ah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, it's not a happy person. Nope. Not pleasant at all. Nope. Nope. Um, and then uh, juxtaposed, not juxtaposed, but on the other side of Mildred, we have Lorelai, who is like, you know, she's not the same at all. She dresses normally. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, whenever uh, fucking Creeper was like back, you know, intimidating her like towards the back of the area and she like goes to get her badge and she's like fucks up like fucks up grabbing it from her pocket she's like shit and she's like grabbing it and she's like i'm a cop um at first i kind of was like i i didn't believe she was a cop either for a second but then she like did her like very technical self-defense moves and i was like oh okay yeah this guy did like she definitely has training if anything all right fun the yeah. creeper in the laundry room. Oh, mm-hmm. have I seen him from somewhere? Yep. Oh, I have. Oh, okay. I yeah. think he's the actor that I think I'm picturing. Oh, <laughs> oh. Um, I, I can't think of the actor's name. I just know I've seen him on things. If he's the right one. Yeah. Um. But the so going back to Lorelai, just another kind of example of her demeanor and how different she is and normal she is really but just even so like more overly nice was when the creeper first approached the lights were out and she immediately was like she wasn't like put off she was just like oh man can you go to help out like mm-hmm. she wasn't she like you know if that was um what's her face um mildred mildred i could not think of her name for a second um mildred she would have been like she would have snapped that dude's head off like instantly. <laughs> um, yeah, he probably wouldn't have wanted to attack her. Yeah, he he would probably have would have been like, you know what? <laughs> You're good. You can pass. <laughs> you know, you're not worth my time. He's like, yeah, I don't even real. want your money. Uh, just get out of my sight. <laughs> um. I also he feel like I, I feel like with Mildred and correct I, I, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like with Mildred they like I don't know what they did, but her body shape, at least in like the first dress, her hips looked like they were like it looked like she had some weird padding on, or is that okay. just the way that the dress fit her? Does that make sense? I, I feel I like they. I think that's her and the dress. Okay. I, I I don't know why. Anyway, that doesn't matter. 
Um, You'll find out later. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what you what do you guys think of the monster, the uh, laundry mat monster? Um, you know, he's not a um, he's not a revenge zombie, but he's honestly, I think, the second best thing. Okay. Um, our little our little accidental monster hero, <laughs> <laughs> um, saving the day. I honestly is this what you're going with now? You're gonna are you gonna force a monster hero? Yeah, I am. I'm Fan fiction on this now. No, <laughs> um, he can be an anti-hero because he's like not a good guy, but he's also like kind of helps out the good guys. I'm kidding. Um, no, I really liked him though. I thought he was cool. Um, he, I mean, that being said, I think his design was like fine. He felt a little bland. He felt a mm -hmm. little, a little like baked potato no butter you know what i mean just sure. like yeah meh an unloaded baked potato for people who eat loaded baked potatoes um i don't know that's just what i that's just what i imagine anyway um he was but, also just drawn drawn kind of off the cuff um, yeah and and gone from there uh, he was published though as we're gonna find like he made it to the cover of the magazine um so I guess we can kind of get to that point. Which, by um, the way, so I, I think you, you touched on it at the very beginning, but in the office and throughout, they had the Tales from the Crypt magazines in there. They also had stacks of Vault of Horror magazines, mm -hmm. which is what Tales from the Crypt is based off of. And they actually had the, the Vault of Horror, um, like the stacks they have there that come in those books is the same, like the Vault of Horror that I got is the same type of book so like they mm -hmm. like, have the same yeah like, print the same type of prints and everything. my uh as you guys know i'm a huge collector and now i'm suddenly like i want all the magazines and the books i'm not gonna buy all of them but i think it'd be pretty cool to have some um scoot over miss swift i'm gonna start buying crypt keeper memorabilia and shit now um so um yeah no i actually i really liked all the little easter eggs i thought it was super cute and i thought it was very fun that they like wrote an episode kind of based on their you know their magazine i thought yeah. that was very i thought that was very sweet i thought that was very uh endearing that's the word i'm thinking mm -hmm. of. and every time jim would pick up the phone it'd be tales from the crypt magazine and i was like oh <laughs> <laughs> um okay so let's go on and move into the second segment um, we cut to the crime scene being processed. Lorelai Superior, Phil, incredulously repeats her story back to her as if it is wildly unbelievable, and Lorelai insists that she's telling the truth. The next day, Lorelai notices a familiar image as she passes a magazine stand with the cover showing the same monster she saw exiting a washing machine. Oh, I'm so sorry, excuse me. Just like from the night before. She realizes that the covers of all the magazines were similar scenes described by other people who have reported strange and similarly unbelievable occurrences. We cut back to the Tales from the Crypt office where Jim is drawing his next monster. As he completes the image, we see a hand creep out from the hallway behind him. It disappears when Jim scraps the idea and crumples up his paper, though. Later that night, Jim gets in his car to leave, but is startled when a hand lightly taps him on the shoulder from his back seat and it's Lorelai. He recognizes her from the laundromat and she gives him a newspaper from the from that day. The headline talking about the attack from the night before. 
Lorelai compares police sketches to his magazine covers, and she said that she thinks his drawings are coming to life, and they go back into the office. Um, so she starts asking him to draw a monster, and this is where I realize that Jim is left-handed. <laughs> Jim is almost immediately completely smitten, smitten, smitten with Lorelai, and he hides his wedding photo with Mildred, which she tossed in that trash earlier. Um, he finishes his drawing and brushes off the possibility of the monster being real. And he also just immediately starts making moves on Lorelai and they fucking kiss. They're just, they're into this shit. We've known each other for 10 minutes and they're making out. Um, so I like, I stopped writing my plot synopsis. Um, I think this is a good spot for us to cut anyway. Um, but uh, the first thing I like stopped writing my plot synopsis as soon as he started flirting with her. And I was like, dude, she is way out of his fucking league. <laughs> But I mean, to each their own. If she's into him, good for him. <laughs> hey, there's nothing wrong with funny, funny guys that can that are artistic. I just, I don't maybe, know what his... maybe they, maybe that's her, maybe that's her style. She no, looks, but like, you know. I just, he looks like a who. That's my only problem. <laughs> like from the what? Grinch. He looks like a who. A Whoville character. Yeah. It's in okay. who's dad, you know? I, I know that's not her, her dad, but um, no, I'm just being mean. Um, <laughs> so it all comes back to Ninja Turtles. Um, I don't know if you guys watched the like 2000s TV show. I know everyone's all about the 80s show. Um, the 2000s show had an episode dedicated to Jack Kirby where they actually oh, cool. had like an, uh, they actually had like a character named Kirby who um, had this like diamond crystal thing on his pencil and everything that he drew with that pencil would come to life and it was like one of the most whimsical episodes i've ever seen and then at the end it's like this episode's dedicated to jack kirby and he had like just passed away whenever they made the episode and oh it was so sad and then i found out who jack kirby was um so i was a child that i'm y'all should be impressed that i know who he sure. is right That's true. That's true. <laughs> Um, so how are we feeling about this segment though? Now that I've, um, talked for like five minutes straight. <laughs> so here's my question. If you were a police officer and you saw a monster rip another dude's head off and you had to explain it to your superior officer, would you tell him the truth? Fuck No. Nobody would believe you. <laughs> Nobody would believe me, but that I mean, well, if you have a track record of being like a like a good cop, because they have that kind of exchange where kind of implied yeah. that she knows what she's doing, then yeah, I I mean, what else are you gonna like? I think she went about it the that way, like, hey, listen, I saw what I know what I saw. This is what happened. Hmm. Do what you want with that. Oh yeah, and I guess the case. He did bring up that there are all the, all those different cases before hers. So, and yeah. the yeah. other thing too that he says because actually I, I I think I might change my mind because he holds up like some kind of bag or something like that and he's like well whatever this thing was it has a hell of an overbite or an underbite mm -hmm. whatever whichever one and so that's like that's evidence that oh oh okay I was thinking the the bag that he had was the headless guy's head i yeah. think it was 
Yeah, I think yeah, okay. I yeah, I think it was because like I I remember he holds something up and he's like, well, whatever okay. this thing is, it's got a hell of an overbite. Gotcha. And, um, yeah. Um, I could not take Lorelai seriously. I thought that Lorelai like whenever she was in the laundromat and she had on like her her like t-shirt and jeans or whatever you know she looked fine but then she put on the cop uniform and i couldn't take her seriously it was just so weird like i i don't know what it was i just she suddenly looked annoying to me i was like uh <laughs> well this just in logan can't take women seriously logan can't take women in uniform seriously I oh yeah there we go that's a that's a distinct uh I can't difference. <laughs> Cops seriously. You can't take cops seriously. We fund the fucking police. Specifically women cops. Oh my god. Especially when they're in uniform. Anyway, <laughs> I'm just saying she looks a little out of place. Um Be because she's a woman police oh. officer. Are you saying women can't do everything men can do? <laughs> <laughs> How I'm dare gonna, you, Logan? I'm not going to give you guys what you want. I'm not giving you guys what you want. <laughs> okay. So let's move on. Todd um, and I are just a couple of feminists here. <laughs> Two men fight misogynistic woman. <laughs> um, so anyway, I'll work on respecting women. I'm sorry, you guys. Um, About time. <laughs> So um, I thought it was funny whenever he says something like, well, you better have that uniform pressed by tomorrow morning because you're going to be seeing your captain or whoever the fuck. And she's like pissed about it. I'm like, dude, a man was beheaded. I'm sure that you would be having multiple meetings with multiple superiors uh, after this incident, regardless of whether or not your story is believable. <laughs> like, that's just the facts. Um mm -mm. <sighs> But I um I can't get over the cool like the the green light that was inside the washing machine whenever it popped open and like all the suds came out too. Mm -hmm. That was a really nice effect. I really liked that. Um do do do. Um okay, so um the way that Jim responded to Lorelai just like sitting in the back of his car waiting for him was like rather tame compared to what I think I would have done because I probably would have started fucking like crying. <laughs> I mean, I, I, would have I just cried. don't know why as a cop she was waiting in someone's back yeah. seat. Like why didn't she just wait for him to come out of the office and be like, uh, excuse me. It, or go you, into the office mm, and just talk to him. Do you think maybe it's because this was like more or less like unofficial police business. Like she was like, I'm a cop so I can, she like holds up the little coat hanger. She used to get into his car. That was so funny. Um, but I, I feel like maybe she was being a little bit more discreet about it because she felt like, Oh, it's hard to, I, I, you know, it almost feels like someone who like swears to God, they've been, kidnapped and probed by aliens and everyone else is like okay sure jan she's like i don't know maybe that was just the oh here he comes that may have just been the best way yeah it's, to, it's, uh, a, bit, it's a bit of a stretch it's like hey by the way I'm, I'm talking to you right now because i saw this monster and also these other drawings of monsters have popped up 
as mm-hmm. I keep drawing. Yeah. So um, I get it. It's a bit of a stretch, but still like waiting no, until the back seat. I yeah, know. I think they're going for maybe a comedic tone on that part there, but it didn't really pay off. I yeah, but anyway, so then um the one of the issues I have with this episode is that the uh the lore is like I feel inconsistent because whenever Jim was like drawing that monster in that middle scene, it like immediately materializes in the back hallway. Well, that's and, because he crumpled up that piece of paper and threw it away. Well, no, but it materialized in the hallway until he crumpled up the piece of paper and then it disappeared. Right. But every other monster that he's drawn has materialized anywhere but the office. I think that's kind of like where I was like, it was it was convenient mm. that our like mummy in the fridge didn't show up. You know, right. as soon as he was drawing it, unlike that other thing he was drawing There's earlier. No fridge in the office. That's the okay, but that is no, but that does make sense because that's what I was thinking about the washing machine monster. Like, well, where else? I, I I'm sure that there the office may have a washing machine, but more likely than not, it doesn't. <laughs> but yeah, um, I mean that was just mainly one thing that I kind of like. It was like, yeah, real convenient that this monster is not going to show up as these two. Whenever they were about to kiss, I was like, oh, the monster is going to show up now. And then it didn't. And I was like, and where's my monster? <laughs> um, if you the, were... The, the, the feelings that Jim has for Laurel are so fast, it's scary. It feels a little... It feels, feels... a little like... Uh, he's in that relationship with Mildred, and the first person that was nice to him is he's trying to cling on to. Well, she's not even really being all that nice or sweet to him. They just locked eyes in the laundry mat, and now they chatted for a few minutes. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's all it takes. He was. She, he was. He... <laughs> yeah, keep going, Don. <laughs> I was going to say, just like. So he's at work and he can't get his work done. His wife randomly shows up and berates him at work so much so that the other people in the office hide whenever she comes <laughs> to work. And then he has to go home to that, and she's constantly calling him all the time. On top of that, as well. So that's all he's hearing all day, every day. I don't know. We got so a shot. Of, we got a shot of his secretary, and she could could be a nice lady. I think uh, we got a shot of her when uh, he was talking on the phone with Mildred. Yeah, because she was showing those pictures to the other two co-workers. Yep. He, he also knows that she is all about, like, you're with those secretaries. So he's trying to stay as far away because he doesn't want <laughs> her wrath because she knows she's already on to him. What's he going to do? Prove her right? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it... I know that this is like something that we've kind of touched on before the like unusually fast relationship that blooms. Um, normally I go for those kind of stories, but this one just felt so like, boom, bitch, we're in love. <laughs> um, okay. So are we ready to kind of move on to this, this last kind of section? Yeah, let's finish this. Um, so we cut to a group of kids playing like air airsoft or warfare or whatever in a, at an abandoned warehouse, and um, 
I don't think they had airsoft guns back then. <laughs> I I don't know. I well, they uh, definitely had airsoft guns back then, but those weren't them. Yeah, these they weren't <laughs> shooting. They weren't actually shooting things out of them. Did you guys ever play airsoft? No. Oh, I did. In middle school, I was doing airsoft wars and shit. That shit was so much fun. Anyway, that's not what we're talking about. Um, <laughs> they uh, there's I I guess a little brother is there with his cute little little fake pistol. Um, then they're brushing him off. His name is Douglas. Um, he discovers a fridge that is moving around, and Douglas gathers all the other boys around to see who or what is inside. And the creature that Jim had drawn in his office the night before comes out, scaring the boys away. The next day. Jim draws romance scenes instead of monsters, and he gets a call from Lorelai. He says a bunch of incriminating stuff <laughs> as we pan around to see Miss Corman fuming in front of his desk. He doesn't even put the phone down before she speaks. He, he doesn't even fucking see her. She's standing right there. Um, she tells him that she has a surprise in the car. <laughs> you wait here. And she walks out. Jim wastes no time in drawing her as a monster. Um, and she comes back with a revolver in hand. At no point, so whenever he calls her on the phone, he's like, all right, they're talking to Lorelai. He's like, all right, come up, or whatever. So it sounds like she's there. At no point, whenever Mildred was going downstairs and coming back up, did they run into each other? Anyway, um, so Mildred comes back with a revolver in hand. He stands up with his drawing of her as a monster in his hands and she snatches it from him and rather than anger she responds with confusion uh, until she's angry um jim tries to stop her saying that the pills were making his drawings come to life and then the monster version of miss corman leaps into the room she approaches jim as his wife berates her the monster and the monster has had enough of Mildred's shit, and she attacks Mrs. Corman. <laughs> Jim slips out of the office as Lorelai conveniently arrives, and he hurries her out. We hear Mrs. Corman screams as the camera zooms in on Jim's little romantic drawing of him and Lorelai as blood spatters onto the paper. I just really like that detail. We join Jim and Lorelai making googly eyes at each other, basically making that photo come to life, just like in the drawing. And she asks him, so tell me, Jim, are you married? To which he simply responds, not anymore. And they clink their glasses and live happily ever after the end. <laughs> <laughs> we join Daddy Crypt Keeper back in the crypt where he is drawing that exact same ending scene. He says, well, how's that for a sappy ending? Was it a little too graphic for you? Oh, well, next thing you know, Jim and his new gal pal will be walking down the easel together. I guess you have to learn that life imitates art after all. As for poor Mildred, she learns that death imitates art, too. Maybe if she had been a little nicer to him, she wouldn't have ended up a monster piece. Oh, my God. So good. So good. That might be on my list of uh, potential favorite puns, because that one was... <laughs> They were so good. Um, so, uh, how are we feeling about this uh, this last little section here, boys? Why, if um, Mildred was just, I know she's, you know, total bitch, 
um, and she is willing to go get a gun to threaten him for cheating on. Why didn't she just leave? She was in control. Dude, I don't he, know. He, he, he could have left, but he was obviously just kind of like, you know, stuck or whatever. She, she was in control of that whole situation. She could just left. She didn't want to be with him. Yeah, and the monster didn't even want her at first. She was like, the monster was going after Jim. That being said, I was really kind of just waiting for this fucking monster to kill her. And um, similarly to what Nate was kind of complaining about last week, we don't see any of the attack happen at all. Yeah, you do. Like, you see the silhouettes. I think that was fun. I mean, I guess, but that being said, this episode doesn't really go much into the, um, you know, showing any of the, like, quote-unquote torture that happens, aside from seeing that first monster bite that dude's head off. Um, so, yeah, I, I can excuse it. Um, like I said, I really like the detail of them kind of zooming in on that picture and the blood kind of, like, splattering across it. Um I, I liked I liked the the Mildred monster a lot actually. Um, I love the way that she literally just like jumps into the room. <laughs> yeah, kind of looked like the Kool Aid Man jumping through a wall or something. Yeah, ah! and then, yeah, no, the noise that she made too. She oh like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and I love how she has the same exact dress on and everything. Um, the, and the, 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 puts the hands on the hips and everything. Yeah. <laughs> I like the nails on it too. The nails were like a foot long. It was kind of gross, but cool looking. The lips mm -hmm. were fucking huge, and they she had lipstick covering the whole surface area of her lips. That's impressive. Um, and her what'd little you, hat. <laughs> yeah. What'd you guys think of the uh, the previous monster, well, the one that came out of the fridge with the Nickelodeon gack oozing out of yeah. it? Yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. Oh, I like that one. That one kind of remind me of. Uh, am I thinking right? The monster at the in the intro of Scooby Doo that kind of chases yeah. them, like kind of looks like Frankenstein a little bit with the shoulders. Mm -hmm. That 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 monster kind of remind me of that one. Yeah, just a classic ghoul. Yep. Nice. Classic ghoul boy. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. I was expecting. I. I don't know what I was expecting. Um, there was a part of me that really wanted Jim. I, I kind of hoped that Jim was going to draw, like, Mildred into a monster. But instead of dying by monster attack, I was kind of hoping that Mildred was going to, like, progressively turn into the monster. Um, kind of the way that the chick does in um, oh uh, in the voodoo episode. How she yeah. kind of just, like, progressively turns into, like, a skeleton monster. I was hoping that she was going to, like, progressively turn into the monster. Um, yeah, that, that would have been a cool transformation scene. Yeah, I really would have liked that. And then um, and then the way that she dies is by an epic showdown with the fridge ghoul. Well, if she, if she did turn into the monster, then she definitely would have killed Jim. Mm -hmm. So, but it still would have been a cool transformation scene. Mm -hmm. the ends justify the means um, I see on paper I feel like I should love 
everything about this episode. But I just feel like there's something kind of missing. Or I feel like it's I feel like it's tied up like a little too neatly at the end, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What do y'all think? So after watching I I can't remember the first time I watched this one, but I do remember seeing it. But watching it this time, I kind of I think this is a good episode for younger viewers, like kids who this isn't like a adult episode here. I think this episode is actually more for kids. It's a little more cartoonish. I mean, obviously you got drawings and everything, and so. And those drawings come to life. It's more of a mind of a, uh, more of an imagination for kids, and I think kids would be more drawn to uh, horror stuff if they saw like this episode of Tales from the Crypt. Honestly, that's exactly kind of I, you put it into words. That's exactly what I was thinking, though. Is this definitely feels like kitty version of Tales from mm-hmm. the Crypt, um, which doesn't bother me. It just it didn't move me if that makes sense yeah so i like i said on paper and i really did i liked the episode but like it didn't it it was missing something and i don't know what Mm -hmm. Colin, what do you think um i was just wondering did you take lorelei more seriously in the dress making (laughs) googly eyes at a man than you did when she was in uniform no. <laughs> Lies. Honestly, honestly the, 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 well, the thing is, is like this whole date night scene just kind of like. Dude, like she I looks said, good in that dress. I, I mean, yeah, she does. Like, I'm not saying she doesn't look good. I just that whole like concept of that scene. That's not even like the point. Anyway, it's not about taking her fucking seriously. It's. <laughs> I didn't buy into their love story because it's kind of like this weird I, like he he made the love story. I I know he that's what his... that that's why I kind of don't like that ending. It's like it's against her will almost that sort of deal, but still it's it's not, like not. Know. It's the same it thing also... as a love potion or something, right? Yeah, yeah. it's like manifest destiny kind of deal. Like yeah. he he was like, oh, you know, let me. Uh, uh, you know, make my dreams come true with my dream girl. Let me just get a pencil. The, yeah, the, if you the thing... need to draw something and it would come true, wouldn't you? Yeah. I mean, my, my drawings would look like fucking stick figures and everything like that, so <laughs> that would be scary to see come to life. Uh, but he does take, he does throw those pills out after uh, yeah. Mildred's mm-hmm. attack, so... He, he'll pretty much lose that power after that dinner date. Oh, well, yeah. so that's the thing is, I, I know that he said, I think it's the pills. I, I, I wasn't sure if I should have taken that as the pills or what is giving him magical powers because he says, like, I'm not taking those pills because I don't, I don't trust them or whatever. But the monsters were still coming to life before that night that he took that pill no because he had taken some pills mm-hmm. oh he had taken yeah that he said he said specifically he didn't like taking the pills because of the side effects he thinks they're affecting his brain okay okay jk 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 and then, and then that bitch mildred counted the pills that was fucked <laughs> up 
that bitch on wheels. <laughs> that bitch on wheels. I I was thinking about that this morning um, while I was driving to work. I was like, bitch on wheels. Um, I was the bitch on wheels this morning. Um, I Okay, that's settled. That's fine. Um, the other thing that, like, that didn't bother me about the, the end date scene, like, I know that we were kind of talking about, like, the he drew it and it came feels like it's against Lorelai's will but also like she showed interest she showed interest in him before he drew that and I mean like right you know like so at the end of the day it still does feel like genuine um I don't know man are we ready to grade this hoe sure all right Thon you go first okay uh no i i don't i mean i get the i guess i get the kind of complaints that you guys have with it I, I like this episode though um i think it's kind of a kind of a quirky fun um you know more of a lighthearted episode i know that you don't really have a whole lot of the gore but i thought the way they kind of did the attacks was was kind of more fun like when the, at the very end the silhouettes and stuff it's it's more that comedic kind of slapstick where they, the monster like pulls, you don't see any silhouettes and you see her like jumping up and reaching uh -huh. and then the monster pulls her back down, uh -huh. um, tackles her back down and stuff. So it was just kind of that old like slapstick. I thought it was, I thought it was pretty, pretty solid there. Um, yeah. No, there, I, I like the characters. I like the actors in it. Um, I don't know. It's a it's a fun episode. I'd I'd watch it again for sure. Um, probably give it a B. All right, um, Nate. Do you want me to go next, or do you want to? Um, do you want to go? go? I'm ready. Me? Okay. Um, so I'm gonna give this a B plus. Um, <laughs> I I know I probably sounded not as high on it whenever I was kind of complaining about it. Honestly, that little thing that's missing is what's keeping me from giving it an A. Um, because I really, really did like this episode. Like I said, on paper, this is right up my alley. As Thon was saying, it's quirky, it's cute and fun, it's lighthearted. Um, I enjoy things that aren't as as heavy. Um, and and so like I at the end of the episode, I really wanted to give it an A, but I couldn't, if that makes sense. So B plus from me. Um, it has every element of a Tales from the Crypt episode that I like and so much more. Um, but not quite enough to crack the A. Um, so B plus from me. Uh, Naderade? Uh, yeah. So it, it's a good episode. Absolutely. There's really nothing wrong with it. <laughs> it's, uh, it's not mind blowing. It's, it's fun. The practical effects, the monster designs, those are fun and creative. I really like that. I really like how they do a little, uh, Go a little different route with uh, imagination, with uh, bringing the drawings to life. That was pretty cool. I like that. Uh, solid villain, that's for sure. Mildred sucks. I wouldn't want to run into her on her best day. Um, on her best day. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, she gets she gets her comeuppance, which is kind of nice. Uh, but like I was saying before, this is a 
it's more of a kids episode more than anything which mm-hmm. is a little bit of a positive positive thing for it. like i would show this episode to my uh nephews and niece and i think they'd like it uh um what else I do like the color. The colors on this episode uh-huh. too. There's a lot of bright colors, which is very different from uh, their previous episodes. Like Mildred's dress is always popping, and uh, Jim's shirts. His those are goofy looking. I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, all in all, uh, B minus. Okay. Okay. So. We're all in the B range, so obviously that's going to put us at, like, a solid B. Um, yeah, so basically, like, we liked the episode, but we didn't quite want to marry the episode. So that is fine by me. I think that that is what the episode deserves. Uh, that being said, let's go on ahead and move into Dead Astral. Starlight, Starlight, the first stars in tonight. Apology. Each week, our professor of astrology, Thon, will look to the stars and tell us about the past of the stars from this week's episode and what they might be up to now. Thon, take it away. Okay, yeah. First of all, how dare you disrespect the great Harry Anderson uh-huh. calling him calling him the things that you said, the things about him that you did. I knew, I know this guy. Tell me where I've seen him. You know Harry Anderson. He hasn't been in a whole lot, actually. He only had like twenty nine acting credits, I but they were all face. baller. Oh, 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 sweet. Um, have you seen Cheers? He was in a few episodes of Cheers. I remember he's a magician in that, isn't he? He is. He has yeah. a lot of magician traits. Um, he was Harry the Hat. He also goes by Harry a lot in this. In this role. <laughs> The only thing I know about Cheers is um, that, like, you know, unspoken thing that they talk about in Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> Y'all probably have not seen Guardians of the Galaxy, too. Um, yeah, I have. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to remember what you're talking about. I, I, because, uh, because Chris Pratt or the fucking Star Lord is talking to Gamora, and he's like, "You ever feel like there's this unspoken, like these guys from Cheers?" And then, like, he brings it up again later. He's like, you know what? This isn't Cheers after all. And Gamora just turns around. She's like, I don't know what Cheers is. <laughs> <That's> so fucking <laughs> funny. I don't so remember you that. So you haven't seen Cheers. So I haven't seen Cheers. So, anyway. It was a short joke that turned into a long explanation. Anyway, uh, he was in an episode of Tales from the Dark Side. Mm. Uh, saw another horror anthology. Uh, oh. <laughs> Uh, he was in it. He was Richie in it. Yeah, with, that's where uh, that's where I most recognize him from. The nineteen ninety, sure. the nineteen ninety, Tim Curry's one. So I really he the he was the grown up Richie. Yep. Who was the he was the comedian one, right? Yep. Richie's the comedian, right? Yeah. Yep. Um, but of course, where I know him from. Night Court, come on. He was Judge <laughs> Harry Stone in Night Court. That's a baller show. Loved it. He also did magic stuff in that show as the judge. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, 
Night Court. Have y'all talked about that show before? I I I may have. Or like have have like y'all talked about it in like other circles or whatever? I feel like I've heard of Night Court. It like recently came onto my my radar. Yeah, they were gonna do a remake of it. I don't know where they stand on actually remaking that show, but they there was talks of doing a remake of that show. You know the theme song. I know you've heard the theme song. I'm sure everybody knows your name. No, that's Cheers. (laughs) Good lord. (laughs) It's got the saxophone. I'm not going to explain Night Court to you, you people. Great show. Um, uh, Lorelai, uh, played by Cynthia Gibb, uh, she was not in a whole lot at all. She was in a t- she was in a bunch of TV movies, like made for TV movies. Okay, I couldn't tell you what channel or where when where they were, what they aired on. The only one I recognized was the Karen Carpenter story, where she played Karen Carpenter. Okay, late eighties, uh, made for TV special. Um, she was in Short Circuit too, though. Uh, <laughs> Never watched it. Oh, come on, man. Uh, I don't think I've seen the first one either. Oh, you have to at least watch the first one. Um, and then she was also in Death Warrant with Jean-Claude Van Damme. Hmm. <laughs> I haven't seen that one, but I thought that was interesting. Um, who do you want me to do next? You want me to do Mildred next? Because she's been in, Mildred's been in a lot, and I'm sure you've okay, seen Okay, I want to, I yeah, let's do Mildred. Or do you want to know the Creeper guy? Let's wait on the creeper guy. Let's do Mildred first. Mildred first. Mildred. I'm curious if I've seen Mildred before. Colleen Camp. Does that name ring a bell to anyone? No. All right. I'll give I'll give you a rundown. It should. Um. So she's been in. She's been in a ton of stuff. I'm just gonna throw out some of the, some of the more recent stuff she's done. I guess. Um. She was like. She was in the house with the clock in its walls. Oh, that was on my um, list. I haven't seen that one. The one with she Jack in... Black, right? I think yeah. so. Um, she was in Knock Knock. She was Vivian in Knock Knock. Is that the Eli Roth, Keanu, Keanu Reeves? Reeves? Yeah. Okay, I, I've seen the movie once, but I don't remember the character. Uh, she was in Four Christmases as Aunt, oh. Do- Aunt, Aunt Donna. God damn. So With uh, Reese Witherspoon and Vince Vaughn. I saw that movie in theaters. Yeah. Um, then kind of going back further, she was in Last Action Hero. She was Ratcliffe in Last Action Hero. Hmm. No? I know you guys have, we talked about Police Academy. You have not seen Police Academy. No. Nope. She was in all of those. She was Kirkland. <laughs> she Tackleberry's, uh, well, she was Kirkland as an officer, and then her and Tackleberry got together. They got married. So Kathleen Tackleberry. Um. Yeah. All the Police Academy movies, she's in that as well. She was uh, Mrs. Vanderhoff in Wayne's World. Yay! You know that one? Wayne's World. Okay, fine. Here's the big hitter. Here's where you know her from. She was a vet in Clue. Hey! Which which one's the vet? The black hair? The maid. The maid. maid. Oh, really? She was the maid in Clue. Damn. So when you say, oh, was that her? Like, 
Is that the dress <laughs> on her? Why she was curved? No, that's. <laughs> huh. I was, I was, I was wondering. I was like, "Damn, she got like a sensual walk." Why do I feel like we're supposed to hate her? Well, I've seen <laughs> a lot of shit. I just don't remember her, except for Clue. I do remember her in Clue. Yvette, she sorry. Just... I saw the name. I saw Colleen Camp, and I was like, I was like, oh shit, Yvette. Huh. And then when she, I didn't recognize her when she walked in. I was like, wait, is that her? Like, that's. <laughs> she looks so different from what she does in Clue. She looks she so looks different. So she looks so different from hot. what she looks like in Police Academy. Huh. It's ridiculous. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, oh, she was also in Tales from Dark Side. I wanted to note that, too, that she was oh, also. In did the... they happen to be in the same episode? I don't believe so, no. Okay. That would have been kind of cool. Yeah. Um, and oh, she was in uh, Die Hard with a Vengeance. Yeah! Oh, wait. <laughs> with a Vengeance? No, I, I saw Live Free or Die Hard. Is Die Hard with a Vengeance the third one? The fourth one, I believe. That maybe the, the one, one with Samuel L. Jackson. That's the third That's one. The third one. The third, third one. one. She's in that one. She's Connie in that one. But she looks totally different in that, too. <laughs> um. Chameleon woman. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she's been in a ton more stuff. Those were just kind of the, uh, I guess, main ones I thought everyone might might recognize. Um, but yeah, she's got like 180 acting credits or whatever. She's She's been in a ton. All right, let's do the um, creeper. I, wanna, I need to know who this fucking guy is. The creeper guy. You know him he, as probably looking quite a bit older, but his name's Richard Schiff. Don't recognize the name. Um, have you seen The Good Doctor? No. Pretty popular series, from what I that, from what I understand. I haven't watched. I think it, I, I know. I know the. Sh I know of the show. I've just never watched the show. That, yeah, that uh, main actor has the most punchable face I have ever seen. I don't know um, what it is anyway. Oh, I the main actor who also played Norman Bates in Bates yeah. Motel. Oh. No. <laughs> he has a punchable fucking face. <laughs> no. um, well, Richard Schiff was in The Good Doctor with him. He was Dr. Aaron Glassman. He was in there for like 100 episodes. Um, have you seen Wakanda Forever? Because he's the Secretary of State in Wakanda no, Forever. No, I haven't watched the new movie yet. I have not watched that one yet either. Um, no, good for him. <laughs> the show, the TV series Ballers. No, no, no. The Rock. I, the, I know. I know. Again, I know of the show. Haven't watched it. Um, okay. Um, I know where I where I first recognized him from was uh, Seven. He's the lawyer in Seven. When like you've seen Seven, you know. I have. I'm so when they're sitting there at the towards the very end and they're making the deal with the lawyer, like, uh, hey, I need he wants both of you guys to go find the two bodies with him or whatever. Um, and he's like going, he's that, he's that lawyer. Um, where would I, where would you know him from here? He was in Let's... man of steel, you know, man of steel. Okay. He was the doctor Emil Hamilton. in that. Okay. Now you're somewhat, are you just looking up, looking him up the now to see where world, you know him from? For sure. I, I recognize him from the lost world. I was okay. That was the next one I was gonna. I was gonna try. <laughs> <laughs> it's so hard. I don't know what you see. The West Wing. Do you know the West Wing? No, I didn't think so. But he's in. 
145 episodes of the West Wing. Jesus. <laughs> he was in Ray, you know, Ray, the R. Ray a. Charles Ma- movie, the Ray Charles movie, Jamie, Jamie Foxx, Ray I, Charles. Yeah, I've seen it. So, Jesus. this guy's in a lot. I, yeah. Trying to pare it down to things that I thought you might have known. <laughs> so it definitely would have been Doctor Doolittle, world. the Eddie Murphy Doctor Doolittle. Doctor Doolittle, who's he in Doctor Doolittle? Doctor Gino Rice. Reese. Damn, he's a doctor. It's so funny seeing this guy be typecast as a doctor. He's Deep doctor- Impact. Doctor this, Doctor that. You know Deep Impact. Yes. He was um, Elijah Wood's dad in Deep Impact. Oh, really? Um, okay, so far it's definitely narrowed, it's narrowed down to Man of Steel in the Lost World. It's got to be the Lost World for sure that I recognize him from. The Arrival. The Arrival. <laughs> Speed. He was a train driver in Speed. <laughs> Dude, this man has a uh, quite a bit. I'm just trying to pick out the ones I think maybe you guys have seen. I don't know. <laughs> Um, anyway, one more guy I want to talk about, uh, who is the, the guy who played the monsters in this movie okay. or in this show, his name's Tom Woodruff Jr. Um, he has been monsters and a lot of stuff and a lot of special effects, uh, type of things. Okay. Um, uh, but he was also in Mortuary Collection. He was Officer Burke in the Mortuary Collection, huh? Um, which I know we've 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 seen and talked about a little bit. He's he was a gorilla in a lot of movies. He was Bernie oh. the Gorilla in Zookeeper. He was a gorilla in Old Dogs. He was a gorilla in uh, Isabel the Gorilla in Hollow Man. He was Kiki the Gorilla. Do, yeah, He's the gorilla, been a gorilla in, Hol- in a lot of stuff. The gorilla in Hollow Man, pretty scary. Yeah. Um, he has been, uh, the Xenomorph alien and, oh, sick. And al- not the original. He was in, he was the lead alien in alien resurrection and in alien versus predator, predator two requiem. He, he played a chest burster. No, the actual Xenomorph. I know. <laughs> the full grown, full grown guy. How did they shrink him down to fit into people's chests? Oh, Jesus. Hello, my um, Hello, my honey. <laughs> but you haven't seen Spaceballs, though. I have. Oh, okay. All right, never mind. That's that's, um, that's, the, that's the first chestburster I ever fucking saw. <laughs> me too. Me too. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is going... I'll just keep going. Um, he was Goro in Mortal Kombat. Nice. <laughs> Um, he was Pumpkinhead and Pumpkinhead. Oh, <laughs> hot good. topic. This guy yeah. is playing a lot of parts. Hot he was also topic. <laughs> he was also Gilman in Monster Squad. Hey. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Fucking Monster Scott Squad coming back around. Is that um, your favorite movie, Thon? It's not my favorite movie, but it is it is up there. I do love that movie. It's nice. a it's a Halloween uh one of my favorite Halloween ones for sure. Cool. I watch that every year. Um, he was also a puppeteer predator or a puppeteer for the predator in Prey. Oh. Cool. 
Um, and he did special effects for a ton of shit. Uh, miniature effects for Godzilla vs. Kong, uh, creature effects for Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, special effects makeup for the new It, um, uh, Jumanji. Um, OG or, or the new one? No, the OG. Robin Williams. Uh, basically all the movies he was in as a, like as a creature or whatever, he also did special, ex- special effects for. He did a bunch of stuff, creature designing stuff for Tremors. A lot of the Tremors cool. um, movies. I um, love my Hawkstad. Uh, I know yeah. it's Bacon. <laughs> uh, Evolution. I don't remember that 2001 like comedy. Uh, uh, what's his name? David Duchovny was in. David Duchovny. Anyway. Moody. Um, Mortal Kombat, obviously. You said Death Becomes Her. He was uh, the oh, body effects of creator for Death Becomes Her. Um, what else? Oh, he for the Monster Squad, he was also the head monster maker. Not only the oh. heel man, but he was the head monster maker for that as well. And I know Naderade will like this one. Full-scale creature effects for Starship Troopers. Sick. <laughs> Yeah, so awesome. uh, yeah, a lot of a uh, lot of good people in, involved in this one. Let's see, we've got some. Do, do, do you budget. know? So, does he have anything coming up with his work? Do you know? Um, the last thing that's got on here was Godzilla versus Kong, at least okay. for special effects. Um, let's see. He so was a makeup he, designer. He actually, yeah, I just I just clicked on this. He makeup designer for Smile that just came out. Oh, oh yeah. Um, okay. Special effects um, artist for Bright 2. Oh, Bright. Yeah. Bright came out like last year or something like that. Okay. Um, yeah. Put, lead up nice. here for Smile as well. So he's still working. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's, that's pretty much everybody um, involved. Everyone else that was in the episode was basically only in this. So. All I got. So, so it seems like he's kind of moved on from practical effects to CGI art designing, then pretty much, huh? Makeup, makeup effects. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, it, yeah, make, makeup effects, creature effects, stuff like that. Looks like. So, um, but puppeteering too. Okay. Yeah, he said he was in Prey doing the shit. Yeah. Predator. Yeah. Um, embarrassing moment for me yesterday i thought that little boy who played douglas was like some iconic child actor and i texted thaw and i was like is that who i think it is and he was like who i I was like what little i was like what little boy what are you talking about she was like the the little boy that was in this thing and i was like oh no he's not i was like i don't after you said that i was like oh let me go check to see and um yeah, he, he's not in anything other than this show. And Days of Our Lives. I looked it up. Um, I watched Days of Our Lives for a little bit. Um, okay. Well, I think it's time for us to move on to Would You Rather? Well, class, which would you rather do? <laughs> Do 
do I have to do the theme song again now? Are you going to do it? I'm not going to do it. <laughs> Son of a bitch. We're seeing the death of the theme song. Jeez. Yeah, I didn't think he'd kill it so quickly. <laughs> anyway, I'm here to keep it alive. Okay, folks, this is the game of Would You Rather, where I give these fine lady and gent a uh, scenario and what's it to choose from. This week's theme is Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is coming up on us, guys. It's exciting. Uh, I actually just have like a bunch of different shit written down, so we're going to go pretty fast with them. Is there is there any Thanksgiving monster like drawn monster? I you know what I I almost no it's nothing like that. Um, but uh, I almost did have us do like a create your own monster sort of thing tonight. Oh, thank you for not doing that. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> Anyways, Thanksgiving dinner. Which would you rather have, apple pie or pumpkin pie? For Thanksgiving dinner, pumpkin pie, 1,000%. Okay. Man, I don't fucking eat pie. I guess um, apple pie because I like apple smell. Not apple. God damn it. Fucking pumpkin because we shove pumpkins up our ass here. Pumpkin. All right. Well, I'm picking apple pie. I prefer (laughs) apple pie. No, if it was pumpkin pie. You love pumpkins too much to eat them? Yeah. Yeah, I, it, it tears me up to see them getting squashed up and pureed and whatever. And yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be a cannibal to my own children. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving on. Moving on to turkey now. Do you like dark meat or white meat? White meat. Um, either either way is fine for me, to be honest. Yeah, but well, if, if you if it's a if, if it's a, I guess if I have to choose. I guess slide me a slice of the white meat. Um, here's the thing. My mom, like, almost didn't allow me to eat dark meat growing up. Like, if we ever were at a restaurant and they gave us dark meat, she would ask for white meat. And it was always kind of awkward. I was like, is there just something wrong with this dark meat? Like, <laughs> but so I guess white meat is kind of by default. Yeah. It was, I was kind of the same way with me growing up. Like, my mom always chose white meat for everything. And it was only a few years ago when I started doing like chicken thighs, which is a darker meat and everything like that. I'm like, these are delicious. I've been missing dark meat my entire life. <laughs> um, we got dressing slash stuffing. What do you call it? Dressing or stuffing? Stuffing, man. You go stuffing. stuffing? All right, cool. I don't get people who call it dressing. What the fuck is that? Like, it's another term for it, but I'd never use it. Isn't the, I mean, isn't the whole purpose stuffing it in the turkey, right? Yeah. We, uh, we don't do that, though. We, we eat stovetop stuffing, that, like, shit you get in a box, and we eat it, like year round like as yeah. dinner so fucking good uh which would you rather have yams or green bean casserole <clears throat> green bean casserole um green bean casserole too 
uh, Logan, green... you don't like you don't like any of them. <laughs> well, here's the thing: I I have a lot of traumatic stories about trying. And the green bean was, I think, easily the second worst one. I project oh, wow. how whenever I ate a green bean, <laughs> um, it. It's like a it it's it's like an actual thing. People are like, "Hey, you're such a picky eater," and it's like, "No, really, I'll fucking throw up." Um, so really, I'll you're take just yams. a picky eater. Yeah, I'll take yams okay. because uh, my picky eaterness really just rejected the green beans. Who would win in a fight, pilgrims or a uh, Native American? Um, I am. But Why about, is that a would you rather? It's a, uh, it's, a, it's a historical fact of what happened. All right. We stick one Native American at the end of a uh, cornfield and a pilgrim at the other. They have to go head to head. Who's going to win? No weapons? No weapons. Um, No. The pilgrim gets his musket and a Native American gets a knife. A knife? Why does then, he get bow and arrow? Or bo- all right, you, you go ahead and pick and choose whatever the Native They're American wants. They're fucking projectiles, bro. I don't fucking know. Um, I'm going Native American. I I mean that's 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 who I'd put my money on. Pilgrims are fucking dumb. The the, wow. the, the amount of time it takes for him to reload his gun versus. I mean... All he's got to do is wait for him to get someone close to shoot him to make sure the musket doesn't like miss. <laughs> <laughs> if he doesn't try a long range and then try to reload, then a gun is going to win. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still going Native American. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, uh, I mean, it, this is Would You Rather. I would rather the Native American <laughs> win <laughs> win in a fight. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, um, if it's would you rather and not like what do you think is going to happen? I don't know. <laughs> what would you have done, Barry? <laughs> okay, these fucking dude. Would you rather have mashed potatoes or baked potatoes? Baked potatoes. Mashed, give me mashed. I'm doing mashed too. What? Who the hell picks a baked potato? You can do a mac- you can do a good you can do a good baked potato. I mean, use the some... fuck out of me. But if we're talking <laughs> for Thanksgiving dinner, then I'm going I'm going mashed potatoes all day. Now putting gravy on them taters. You're doing turkey gravy, chicken gravy, or ham gravy. I I don't know I don't know the difference. Let's oh really? Tur- turkey gravy, I guess. Okay. So turkey gravy is a little... It's brown or yellow. That's the gravies <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's great. I love that. Well, which one do you prefer, Thon? Brown. For mashed potatoes, give me oh, the brown. That'd be, that'd be turkey. The yellow, the, yellows, the yellow can be okay. Um... <laughs> If we're talking for biscuits, give me the give me the sausage white gravy. Gotcha. But I'm going ham mashed gravy. potatoes Thanksgiving di- dinner. It's the brown gravy. If you've never had ham gravy, try it. It's delicious. What color is that? Gravy. It's it's more it's even lighter brown than the Beige. chicken gravy. <laughs> mm, okay. I'll send you a picture of it. I'll have it this Thanksgiving. So 
you can i'll set i'll set all the gravies together and you can just see all the <laughs> different flavored ones we have give me some of the yellow <laughs> i think gravy boats are cool gravy train. Uh, would you rather watch the macy's day thanksgiving parade or detroit lions of what what's that and whatever the other option is, other than the Macy's <laughs> Day Parade, the uh, Detroit Lions football game. Yep, that one. Yep, me too. I'll I'll take the parade. I was figuring Logan would have picked the parade on that one, and well, that's the band kid. <laughs> that's the Thanksgiving style. Would you rather, right there? You don't like watching the parade and thinking, "God, I'm so glad I'm not there." Absolutely <laughs> not. I don't. No. No. You don't like seeing the fucking hot air balloons and shit? I can probably count on one hand the number of minutes I've spent watching the Macy's Day Parade. And then after my lifetime, dog show. Oh, oh boy, you can't miss that. Show. Oh, the goodest boys and the goodest little girls. Oh, they're so cute. Oh, man. No, I'm rooting for all the dogs during the dog show. Uh, I'm rooting for all the berries. Okay. Um, any more would you rathers? Uh, nope, that's all of them. All right, you guys. Let's talk about what we creeped ourselves to this week. What did you do this week, class, to creep yourself? Now comes the time where we all show and hell something that we treated ourselves to this week. Um, Nate, you go first. Okay. Uh, oh, first off, uh, I celebrated a friend's birthday this last weekend. That was one we went to a different bunch of different breweries in the area. None of which, like, really, none of the beers, uh, they were good. Just none of them really stuck out to remember. Uh, but yeah, solid beers with friends. That's always a good time. Beers with uh, friends. <laughs> yep. I got my PlayStation 5 set up. And guess how many hours I put into that thing already? Oh, I don't want to know. Like one. Oh. Honestly, it was, it was not much time since. <laughs> I've, I've had it for quite a while now, and it's only been maybe an hour that I've played on it. You swerved us. I thought it was going to be like, <laughs> I put 97 hours in it. <laughs> no, it's you only got it four days ago. What the hell? <laughs> How is that I, possible? Have you not had time, or is it one of those, like, now that you have the shiny pretty toy, you have no interest in it? <laughs> Both. Uh, <laughs> it's a bit of both it was almost it was fun it was fun to try and work at getting it and everything like that but now that i got it yeah, i'm excited for the new games yeah. to play on there though um let's see what else can't read my own handwriting uh did you guys ever watch the old flintstone show m- movie with uh john goodman john goodman yeah, absolutely. I watched that this last weekend. Uh, it's fine. Um, <laughs> How dare you? It's fine. Uh, the jokes really didn't land for me, but I will say the set design in that movie is pretty freaking amazing. I love 
the set design, their outfits, the dinosaurs and everything like that is really cool. Those jokes aren't meant for you. They're meant for kids. They're meant for nostalgia when I was a kid watching it. And that cast, you got John Goodman, Rick Moranis, Halle Berry. Like, come on. Uh, Rosie O'Donnell. Uh, forget who Wilma is. She's someone too, though. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Sorry about it. I haven't seen. I haven't seen it. In I don't know. It's it's on Tubi <laughs> for the next thirteen days. You have time to watch it. <laughs> um, I've been. I've watched the, like the first three Children of the Corn movies this week. I watched. Watch I watched number three. Out of those three. Uh, out of those three, three Children of the Corn three is my favorite. It is so, so, yeah, it's bizarre. It's I think uh, it's like I don't know how to put it. It's the Jason goes to Manhattan of the Children of the Corn movies. Okay, so it's like just fucking weird. Yeah, it's I mean, the yeah. worst one. It's one of the worst <laughs> ones of the series. <laughs> <laughs> okay well first it's not jason to be, goes to, be, to hell to be, i guess to be, to be fair i've never seen jason uh in manhattan uh, uh it's this it's literally like children of the corn kids going to chicago or something like that i can't remember okay. where right. so that's literally what it is um not in quality in terms of yes in terms of uh storyline <laughs> or whatever yep okay. <laughs> so <laughs> uh yeah, no, I mean you got fireball fights in that movie, some cool gore effects. It's uh I'd be curious to see here if you guys ever watch it and hear your thoughts on it. That'd be a good one. Um I got this coffee creamer that's really good. Maple brown sugar, absolutely delicious. Anyways, that's it. That's all I've creeped myself to. Uh, you're like, man, that coffee creamer was okay, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> Oh, I see. You're like, I, I have to stop. <laughs> um, okay. Thon, you ready? Yeah, uh, I'll be quick. I did not creep myself at all. <laughs> I got nothing what? for you guys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it was a busy week. Um, I uh, didn't have a whole lot. I mean, I watched some, uh, started that Cabinet of Curiosities. Um, mm. I watched some Bob's Burgers. Mmm. Oh, face creeping yourself. How far are you on cabinets? Uh, I'd watched the first three. Yeah, that's where I'm at. I haven't watched any of them yet. I want... They're they're good so far. Um, I, I do like them. I forget which one the first one was because I know the second one was the rats. The third one's the I know that one. I forget which one the uh, one first was. one I was, was uh, like the. Uh auction auction uh shelter thing and he's cleaning out the oh, yeah 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 that's yeah. right that's right what, what are those that's called storage storage, storage wars, units yes yeah, storage, unit. yeah. storage wars yeah kind of. storage the storage yeah. wars episode yeah kind of yeah that one's good too um yeah i liked i liked all three of them so far i've heard good things about the rest of them mm -hmm. so uh you know can't can't wait to get into that um, I wanted to go see Wakanda Forever. Didn't get around to it. Didn't didn't uh, find the time on the weekend. Um, 
Yeah, that, that's about it. <laughs> and there you have it. I mean, all the other stuff is like general. Like, I didn't creep myself to anything. There, it's general stuff I did. Yeah. <laughs> Busy see. week. Busy week. Logan, I know you're dying to get in there. What'd you creep yourself to? Well, as you guys already know, I am one of the luckiest fucking people in this world, apparently, because I secured three tickets to the Taylor Swift concert in Arizona in March. I'm pretty fucking excited. Um, I know they are, too, because I told them as soon as I told you all this, I was going to stop talking about Taylor Swift as much. Um, Granted, the tea is piping hot and all that with the the Ticketmaster stuff that I think we already kind of talked about. Ticketmaster... They're fucking going down, is all I'm saying. Do you hear the spirits calling? Um, so yeah, I but I am a very lucky person because quite a few of my friends were not so lucky, and it makes me really sad. Um also today I went to Target and I bought Garland. I've never had Garland for my house before. Um, so I'm feeling like a crafty bitch today. I'm going to decorate the house this weekend for Christmas. Getting the tree out, getting the lights out, all that good shizman is. Um, I've waited long enough, god damn it. Um, Diego cleaned up the house today, though, which was really nice, and he hung up the mistletoe for me. So the house is slightly in the Christmas spirit. The mistletoe is really the most important piece. Um, Gotta get them kisses. Gotta get them kisses. I caught Barry under the mistletoe earlier. He had to give me kisses. Um, <laughs> puppy kisses. You y'all's dogs don't give you kisses. Do you not see me kisses? always trying to move my head away as she's <laughs> <trying>. Yeah. <laughs> we go kisses and then we stick our chin out and Barry goes. <laughs> if I gave my dog that opportunity, her tongue would be all over my face, and I'm not having that. <laughs> She'd be like a cartoon. Her tongue just makes like a swiping motion all over your face. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm not having that. Um. Okay, but obviously, since I bought Taylor Swift tickets this week, I am now really a broke ass bitch. So, um. Oh shit! But we. I feel like I watched something that I wanted to talk about. God damn it! It doesn't matter. That's that's all. You know. That's all for creep yourself. So we're going to go ahead and move into our weekly seance. Okay, class, time has come for us to join hands and see if we can reach anyone on the other side. Um, I do believe it is my turn to call out to the spirits. Hello? Spirits? Oh, shit, what's that? Nothing. Um, Okay, so um, if you would like to reach us from beyond, um, you can email us at ghoulishuniversity at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at Ghoulish Uni, on Instagram at Ghoulish University, and make sure to study up 
for next week's episode that I thought I wrote down that I didn't. Uh, season 2, episode 14, Lower Birth. Um, anything Lower else? Birth? Lower Birth. B-E-R-T-H. Hmm. Um, anything else before we dismiss the class, sirs? Wilma Flintstone was uh, Elizabeth Perkins. She was also <laughs> she was also the love interest in Big with Tom Hanks. I see. Uh, <laughs> how dare I not appreciate the Flintstones better? My bad. She was also um, a miracle in the in Thirty Fourth Street. Never watched. Hockey. Um, I actually haven't seen that movie either, but I really should. Um, I also forgot to mention, you can send us a voice message at the link in the description. Um, all right. Well, uh, so next week, season two, episode 14, Lower Birth. Um, you guys have a good night. Bye. Bye. All right. Um... I'll end the anchor and we can go to the Google Meet and say goodnight.